Okay, so good to see everybody after a while. And uh, it has been a busy few months, no doubt. It's been busy with uh, conducting live workshops, obviously in the virtual format. It's been busy supporting all of our hotel clients through the reopening process. Um, a lot of our hotel clients have reopened and it's been a tough time because they've had to renew staff. They've had to get new people on board uh, with all of the uncertainties going on. And uh, fortunately, we've been there to support and fortunately, they've had uh, a good experience so far. And everybody's on their way to regaining lost business and restructuring what they have to do for their hotels. So I just thought after the last few weeks of my experience, I would come up and share a couple of things on empowered communication. And before I do that, uh, guys, it's, I'm in London. It is scorching here. For some reason, it feels like I am in the Mediterranean, which is a good feeling from the weather perspective. But at the same time, we've got all of our doors and windows wide open. So bear with me if you do get any external noises from the road. It is too hot here. We can't keep the windows closed. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, so coming back to our topic of empowered communication today. Uh, the reason I chose this topic was uh, a couple of things that happened during the last few weeks when we were supporting our hotels. And uh, they led to unpleasant consequences for everybody. And it made me wonder in terms of what really happened to an individual and why, the, why they ended up doing and saying the things that they did. So uh, hotels had just started out and uh, a lot of the staff was new. A lot of the staff was still learning to cope with what was happening, um, learning to cope with how they're going to redo their business and, uh, you know, just sort of their new strategies, etc. And as expected, and this is something I said in the very beginning of one of my earlier Facebook lives that, uh, you know, uh, temperaments are going to be very, very tricky to deal with. Uh, not, not just guests, but the hotel staff, the hotel owners, everybody is going to be in a bit of a state. And everyone is wondering uh, about the uncertainties of how things are going to go forward. Uh, so I had, unfortunately, I was subject to it, but I had someone come up to me, one of the hotel managers, uh, in a very, very angry state and um, started sending a lot of rude emails, and which is extremely unusual, yeah, extremely unusual, no matter how upset somebody is, that they would come back and send rude communication. And uh, when I called him and I talked about what was really going on, he came back and said that uh, he was new at the job because he had replaced the previous general manager for this hotel and uh, he didn't have a front office background. He came from a food and beverage background and now he was given the job of general manager, which means he was obviously responsible for the business of the entire hotel. And for him, the whole sentiment was pretty much similar to what, uh, oh gosh, what was our previous prime minister? <laughs> Theresa May. Theresa May 
had when she had to take over from David Cameron out of the blue to deliver Brexit. So he felt like he was exactly in the same situation where he's landed this job. So it's a double-edged sword. He's got a promotion. He's become general manager. And he's responsible for the overall business. But look at the timing for him. You know, so he he was... Um, he was on tenterhooks for sure, and he was obviously wondering what his strategy is going to be, you know, build up room business, uh, you know, learning distribution, learning revenue management, learning all sorts of other stuff that he hadn't done before. And because he was on, you know, constantly in this negative frame of mind or in this, you know, anxious frame of mind, uh, his uh, demeanor had gone completely nuts. He was yelling at his staff. He was uh, sending out rude emails to us uh, and all of that kind of, you know, reactiveness, which obviously left his whole uh, message extremely disempowered. So, um, so my question to him was, you know, no matter what happens, no matter how badly you are feeling or how anxious you are feeling, uh, you know, what's the real benefit of sending a rude email? Because I have never known that till now. I've never known why somebody would need to send a rude email to anybody. You know, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't create any pleasantness. It doesn't create any need for somebody to want to support you and so on. So this this was the real incident that made me sit up and say, let's let's talk about empowered communication. OK, and we've all heard of the term communication. But we don't commonly hear effective or empowered communication. And I love the term empowered because I am all about empowerment. For me, um, for me, empowerment is what keeps people going. If you are in an empowered state, no matter what is happening around you, you will be directed to find solutions. You will be directed to find ways uh, which haven't been done before, or different different techniques, different approaches, which haven't been done before. Um, so when we empower our communication, we're going to get a lot more from the world around us. So I'm going to share a couple of things with you, and I want you to tell me. Give me, if you're watching it uh, on Facebook or on YouTube, just comment below and tell me what you think of these. Okay, um, let me put my screen up. Ah, there we are. Okay, so I would like you to look at this image on my screen and tell me, comment below, comment on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching this, comment on what is your perception of this person. When you see this image, what is your perception? Okay, whatever is your perception, just put it down. And I'm going to go further and so I think you've seen enough of this slide. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Yep. Now, tell me what you think of these. Give me, give me your feedback. Give me a comment wherever you're watching. What is your perception on these two individuals? 
And the reason I ask is, I would like you to tell me which of these two individuals is communicating in a more empowering way. Go on, give me your feedback, put in your message, whatever you think is true for you. Which of these two individuals is communicating in a more empowering way? Your perception is your perception, okay? There is no right or wrong. Yep, next one. And from these two individuals, which of them is communicating in a more empowering way? Come on, tell me what you think. You've seen these two guys. Who is communicating better? So if you had to welcome these two people into your hotel, would, who would you prefer to welcome into your hotel from these two individuals? As a guest, who would you prefer to welcome? It'd be lovely to know your feedback, guys. Yeah. So that's it. That's enough. You've seen enough of these guys. Now I want you to tell me what you think. So here's what I think. And I know because that's what I teach. Not just think, but I know this. Um, before we communicate, let's understand what is communication. What is communication for you? What do you believe about communication? Yeah. So communication, for me, in very simple terms, is conveying a message, sending information, or sharing of knowledge. Okay? So, very simply, communication is a method of conveying a message, sending information, or sharing knowledge. Yeah? If you have any other definitions of communication for yourself, the way you understand it, feel free to put in the comment box below and send me a message. Convey a message. Okay? Now, the truth of the matter, in very few people know this, and very few people are aware of it consciously, is that before we communicate, okay, uh, our communication is preceded by a thought or a feeling. Okay, So there is a thought or there is a feeling which influences how and what we say and how we behave. Okay, So my recent story, as I just shared with you, was about this particular hotelier who sent out very rude communications to me. And if you recollect what I also said about him was, he was constantly bogged down with the anxiety and the feeling that he had no experience in front office and he was meant to be delivering revenue for the hotel. So all his communication was preceded by that anxious thought. Now, whether he wanted to, it wasn't that he wanted to communicate that way, but that's just how it happened. Okay. So what ends up when we have disempowering thoughts or disempowering feelings, or when we're anxious, most of the time, whatever we say, however we say it, and whatever we do will be negative. Okay. 
So this is something that we must be aware of, especially in our hotel environment, to uh, make sure that even, even unintentionally, we're not giving out the wrong message to our guests or even our colleagues for that matter, because, you know, our colleagues don't need the brunt of whatever anxiety we're going through, right? Right. Okay. Now, the biggest factor in this whole thing, uh, you, you saw the images I shared with you earlier on my screen about the five guys, yeah? And you had some information or some thought about them. Now, the truth is, whatever you thought about all of them is 100% true. The reason being is all of our communication is 7% verbal and 93% nonverbal. Okay? When I say that, everything that we're communicating is influenced more by our body language and by our tone. Okay? So, in the case of those guys, you assessed or you presumed or you judged based on what you saw of their body language, even though there were no words being said. Yeah. So it's very, very important to be aware of your body language and what are the thoughts and feelings that are going on in your mind. All right. And before, before we even say or think anything, We've got to realize that with human beings, language is our biggest filter that influences how we think and how we feel. Okay, so the words that we're saying to ourselves in our mind. So in the case of the general manager, his anxiety was and whatever he was saying in his mind was about, you know, I don't have experience. I don't know how I'm going to build up the business. I'm great. I'm thankful to have a job in the current scenario. I'm even thankful to have a promotion as a general manager. But the fact is, I don't know front office, you know. So the I don't know front office is the language or the words that was actually impacting his mind, which was then creating a state of anxiety for him without him even realizing. Okay. So what I want to share with you is, um, uh, is a very quick, you see a link in the post. Okay. It has a free exercise that you can use. Download that one, download the PDF and, and read that exercise, read the instructions therein and do the needful. And what I would like you to do in that exercise is, is rewrite that communication that you read in uh, the format that you think is more empowering. Okay, very, very simple. Click on the link in the post, download the PDF, okay, and try that exercise out for yourself to see how you can empower your communication, okay? And there's more to come in our next live. So I'll see you guys. Have a good one. Take care. Bye for now.